And we're live. We're officially live, live, and live. Did we say who we are yet? We probably should. We're live. Um, I'm <laughs> uh, established that. <laughs> I'm Mercedes Landazzari. And I am Lindsay Nebel. And with our powers combined, we are Plastics. If you've got a question, the voices are resonant here. So, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Lindsay named her baby after my baby. On purpose, 100%. This next baby also will be named either Desi or Mercedes. I, I haven't decided yet. Well, I was saying, you know, if she has a boy, she should name the boy Paul Mercedes. And then, as a nickname, she could call him Polly Mer. I like that. Thanks. Get, cut to the laughter. Wow, you got, you People got love a live that was audience first laugh. laugh. Thank you. That so guy, proud of you. you guys. I'm here, well, in the words off, of Evita. This is our first episode, our first real episode. Yeah. And we're at Antec in hey, Detroit. Ante- hashtag Antec19. Hashtag Antec19 or hashtag Inspired Detroit. Well, just one D. Did you see, did you see my, uh, I don't know if you've had time to look at my Instagram story lately. Um, but uh, did you see I signed Antec19, but when I got to the, like, 9, I spaced, and I was like, uh, <laughs> like, I would, like, sign the letters of Antec, and then I was like, 1, and I was like, oh, <laughs> like, it was I just too much. There's, it's been a busy week for us. There's a lot going on, and yeah. so, obviously, preparing for this has been yeah. so right we're, up there. We're here live at the, at the Renaissance Center, the, the uh, GM Renaissance Center in Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And I've made it to, I don't know, 30% of the things I wanted to make it to. For starters, Patricia Miller. Patricia Miller. badass. And we did find out we can say badass. We can. We're allowed. We're allowed to. So, um, man, I kind of want to be here, but also I'm, like, scared of how cool she is. Same, same. So Patricia Miller is the uh, CEO and visionary at Matrix 4. Um, which is, uh, it was actually a, a company that, that had been shuttered. It was a grandfather's company, um, and it had been, the lights had been off for like three years, I think. Crazy. She came in um, from, like when she was in her late 20s, early 30s did this. Bought the company. I am like, completely revamped it, has added a bunch of 3D printing as well. Um, and, I mean, she's she's been on CNN and stuff. She's super cool. She, and, like, looks so sharp. I know. I want her glasses. I want her shoes. Mm. Okay, anyway. So, some things that we learned at Antec 19. Um, another kind of... I'm still on the women's lunch because, number one, that's one of the biggest oh, I'm things I've done. That was... Okay, go well, ahead. Well, it's yeah. another thing. Um, but <laughs> the SBE Foundation director, Eva Talley... Her journey, I mean, I've known Eve for a while, and her journey is, like, it's cuckoo bananas. It's wild. Like, she took 18 years off to raise her kids and then got back in the industry. I have one, and I'm like, I don't think people want to talk to me anymore, but that might be for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will I will always be here for it. Thank you. We can talk. Yeah. Um... I see. It says in your notes, it says, I can read this. It says dry ice cleaning. Oh, yeah. So um, I was moderating a session today for the injection molding division and mold technologies. And they had a guy come in, and he was talking about um, using dry ice to clean your molds or clean surfaces. It was really cool. That's amazing. You know, who, who was it? Somebody, because I heard about this before it happened. I want to say his name was Tyson Marlowe from Cold Jet. 
Ooh. Let's, let's cross our fingers that well I'm remembering done. things. No. <laughs> Something completely different. It's fine. His name was John Smith. It's fine. <laughs> He's with DuPont. Yeah, yes. like, whatever. Um, yeah, so that was a really interesting topic. Um, and I feel like not one that... I like that it, I was with the mold technologies because you don't necessarily hear that kind of stuff in the injection molding. Like, you can, but... I we usually have enough papers. MTD. Mm. Yeah. I love so, it. We're just combining our together. powers. Um, so uh, I think we should go ahead and, and get to our, our guest today. I think so, because I got more stuff written for him. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Let's uh, let's go live with our guest. So our guest, well, we'll introduce him, is Dave Kasuma from Tupperware. And Dave. David Kasuma, come on down. We've never had a guest come on, so I don't know how we... Have we not? Well, we just are already sitting there. Okay. Oh, right. We've never clapped okay. somebody on. Great. Hello, Lindsay. Hello, huh? not Lindsay. Oh! <laughs> Injection molding for life. Oh, my gosh. Well, actually, I heard... So, okay. So, so David Kasuma is the uh, vice president of, of R&D at Tupperware. Is yes, that correct? Yes, that's right. Um, research and product innovation. That's, ah. that's what we call it. It's a little that's bit a of a fancier, fancier. Name. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. I like it. Um, so, uh, and you've been involved with SBE for several years as well. Um, I have. I've actually been a member for um, probably more than 20 years. Oh. But like uh, more active, let's say, within the last 10 years or so. Gotcha. Now, um, I actually, now this, this is, uh, I, I was at a party. Um, with it was an, it was okay. <laughs> it was a holiday party. So much like we fight over you, I don't know if you know this, but we okay. fight over you. Um, guess who else fights over you? Who's that? Uh, SPE and IDSA. Okay. So I was talking to um, to a designer in Chicago, and I said, "Oh, do you know David Kasuma from Tupperware?" And she said, uh, "Marianne Grisdale." And she said, "Yes." She's like, "Actually, you know what? He's he's a uh, he's a designer." Like he was a designer oh, first. Like she's like she's like we had him first. I am a designer. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you're on the injection molding board. Uh, I'm I'm also an engineer. Oh. Yeah. There we go. I thought you were going to disagree with me. That's usually no, how these no. conversations go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome to the welcome to the pod. Thanks. Thanks for having and me. And thanks here. for being our first live guest. I'm scared, but okay. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> do Do I want to start with with this, or do you want to start with your questions and then we can go to this? Well, okay, let's start with the Antec-related question first. Cool. So you're the TPC for... This year. The I Injection was the Molding TPC Division. the TPC for the IMD. Yes, correct. Can you explain what that means and what that, like, what your responsibilities were? Okay, so we have a call for papers, uh, and then we get, um, we field a lot of abstracts. Uh, the abstracts come in. Uh, this year it was um, particularly difficult, so I heard, uh, because of the time that they actually gave you to, uh, uh, you know, to, to vet out all of the um, uh, submissions was, was really short. I can uh, so, see that. So I think we were running uh, extremely fast right from the beginning. Um, uh, but we had a really great team who uh, helped to uh, uh, review and score the papers. Uh, you know, and that part worked out really well. You know, I would say that uh, it worked like clockwork. Uh, the part that came afterwards, that was the problem, right? Uh, because uh, suddenly, uh, after the papers were all done, everything was uh, uh, configured into sections. You know, people knew uh, um, where they had to be. Um, I, was, I was getting all these uh, emails and, and calls 
uh, from people who didn't know how to register. You know, um, uh, I've tried registering twice. Um, I haven't been successful. Can you register for me? I said, no, I can't register for you. Um, you know, I, 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 I need a letter uh, so that I can apply for a visa. Can you help me with that? You know, so I was fielding maybe about, I don't know, 10 emails or so per day. So, so, so you become the administrator afterwards. Yeah. In addition to your, your regular job, which you were probably also receiving a lot of emails for. I think I, think I was doing more focus on this than, uh, you know, a lot of what I would normally do. Yeah. Did you, I, you had some more questions, or well, that was it? Not about, not about Antec. Okay. But, um, so you've been at Tupperware for? 17 years. Yeah. So most of your career, good chunk of your career. Um, not most, but, no? but, but a good piece of it. Um, and so, like, coming into a kind of classical company like that, like, everybody knows Tupperware. If you don't know Tupperware, well, I don't know. I don't know what to say then. Yeah, I think every, everybody, yeah, I mean, all, everybody knows Tupperware. Omniscient so, and omnipresent. Like well, how, from a name brand recognition. Right, yeah. right, right, right. So how do you, do you get to choose, like, what your next projects are? Uh, or where from the an, direction is? From an R&D point of view, yes. I'm given a lot of flexibility. Yeah, um, so fun. You know, once once the projects have been defined, um, much less flexibility. Mm-hmm. That that seems fair. Well, actually, that's that's something that we can we can bridge to this. So this uh, this product here, which if you're listening, you won't be able to see, but um, oh, let me see that. A couple of years ago, yeah, this yeah. you gave this to me. Oh yeah, Recogni- hey, that's why I use that thing like every day. I was looking for cutlery. Like, oh my uh, goodness! Just, just earlier so uh, lunch. so Lindsay and I are on, are on the um, the next generation advisory board for SPE. And we uh, co-located our meeting uh, one year at IM Tech, the in- Injection Molding uh, Technical Conference, um, where uh, David gave a keynote. And uh, he gave uh, all of our NGAB members who attended these, this little gift, which he then just took oh, back from me. Um, but yeah, I still have can, mine. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you can take oh, it out you, and show you, it to him. you need it back? Well, yeah, just if you want to okay. show it and we can describe it. If you want to describe sure. it. Sure. Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so so this is a cutlery set. It was actually developed, uh, you know, with uh, Asia Pacific in mind. Uh, you know, it's 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 interesting because when you travel a lot, you know, you get to see a lot of things that most people don't see. Uh, if you're in uh, China, uh, China is actually oh here. Is that good? Okay. <laughs> So, so China um, actually has a reputation of cutting down a lot of trees, you know, for single-use chopsticks. I think most people have experienced this, uh, even going to Chinese restaurants, you know, in your own local uh, uh, town, uh, you know. But um, uh, you know, it, it it's it's crazy to think about, you know, um, uh, billions of chopsticks that are made that are that are used one time and then thrown away. Uh, you know, plus, uh, you know, if you've ever been to, you know, some of these um, manufacturing towns in China, there's, you know, there's there's that whole manufacturing corridor between Shenzhen and Guangzhou mm-hmm. um, that, you know, that have a lot of factories. So so they've got a lot of these um, 
uh, restaurants. You know, they're sort of outdoor restaurants. Uh, uh, they serve, uh, I guess, um, their local version of street food. Mm-hmm. Um, but My it's favorite. a little bit, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's good. I just meant street food in general. Uh, but um, you're very street. I'm very you're street. very street. That's me. Yeah. Street food is good. You know. By the way, this is just a side. Side note, but love uh, we love yeah. side that's notes. Yeah, that's a, yeah. In, uh, in 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 Singapore, I think uh, there is the only street vendor that has a Michelin star. Whoa! So if you go there, plan you, our you, next trip. You may yeah. want to go and check them out. Uh, can we do? Is Pat here? Can we do the next episode live from Singapore? Yeah. yeah. Why not? SP yeah. sponsored, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, so you can come with us. Yeah, sure. So why you, not? So the so yeah, the, so the street vendors and the rest. Yeah. yeah. So, so so if you notice, um, you know, uh, especially in some of these shops, you know, uh, a lot of them are like um, very local cuisine. You know, noodles and uh, noodle soup. Uh, um, but what you find is that, uh, you know, normally you come in and, and, and there are things that you find on a table in China that you don't always find everywhere else. One is a basket of chopsticks. And the second one is a small um, container of toothpicks. I don't think there's a Chinese table that exists that don't have toothpicks. Right. Good to know. Um, <laughs> That'd be helpful. We were talking about how I actually texted her the other day to go up to her room because I needed floss really badly. So a table of toothpicks. A table of toothpicks would have made my day. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean that's what your cell phone is for, right? You're supposed to use that as a mirror. Well, yeah, but I didn't have the floss. The floss was in her room. Okay. Yeah, it was a two-step process. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I would say just to use a corner of uh, a piece of paper that you tear. But okay, anyway. Okay. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. So, so okay. they they take the chopsticks and often they, they yeah, just wipe after, them down, right? Uh, no. After 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 you're done with your meal, what what they do is they come by, you know, they grab, uh, they they come by actually with a bowl of soapy water. Uh, they take the chopsticks that you just used. They kind of swish it in there and stick it right back in the basket. Mm, I don't right. like that. Yeah, so there's there's, there's like and, a yeah. hygienic uh, issue, mm-hmm. at least at least yeah. from a big perception point of view. <laughs> so this solves two problems. Uh, so this does, you know. So so here we were looking for an opportunity to be uh, environmentally friendly, mm-hmm. uh, but also you know to to take care of this hygiene issue. Mm-hmm. You know, so here, you know, the idea is that someone who travels a lot can bring their own personal um, uh, utensils with them, uh, and then they can use them without any fear of that. Now, um, when we actually develop this, you'll, you'll notice there's a mismatch, right? They're like, uh, you know, the chopsticks are actually um, uh, separatable. You know, they, they, mm-hmm. they, they knock down because you can kind of uh, uh, um, uh, separate them into smaller pieces, and then they fit more nicely into the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are three um, holders, or three bases, I guess, three bottoms to the chopstick, while you only have you know, a pair of chopsticks. There are only two of them. Uh, you know, so, so, so the question is, you know, why do you need that? Because uh, really, if people think about cutlery in general, it's, you know, there's, a, there's a spoon, there's a fork, and there's a knife, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so, so you know, but 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 you still wanted to limit what people had to bring with them, right? You know, so 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 the question was, what actual utensils do people need 
You know, mm -hmm. so we eliminated the knife right away. Well, right. that makes it harder to and travel with. And you can't with. travel with it if you're, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I think plastic knives are actually okay, but... Um, well, that doesn't work for my story, then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you can always cut things with other utensils, you know. So if you have your fork, you can cut things with the side of your fork. Uh, or, 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 or the side of your spoon, right? You can cut things with many different things. Plus, if you have food on the go, most of the time... Uh, they're already cut into small pieces. Mm -hmm. Right, right. It's true. So, so we eliminated that, uh, but we still had, um, you know, you know, three three of these bases. And the idea here is that if you actually eat noodle soup, for example, you know, you need your pair of chopsticks for the noodles, but then you still need something for the gravy, right, mm -hmm. for the soup itself. Uh, so, so, so that's why we gave the third one. Uh, and for someone who is not comfortable using chopsticks, mm -hmm. uh, we then gave them the fork. Love it. I like it. I love it. I think that we I think that we actually only have a couple of minutes left here. Okay. Um, but before we go. Well, I want to talk about the NASA stuff. I want to talk about Tupperware in space. Oh, right. Just okay. very briefly, talk about yeah. Tupperware in space. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about Tupperware in we space. Think it's cool too. Well, <laughs> NASA is using Tupperware to grow plants we, in space, we, we, right? We've had a project with NASA now for about 2 years. Um, uh, they are um, you know, uh, th they were super interested in working with Tupperware because of two things. You know, number one, our long history in developing products for food conservation. So things that you would put your food into that would allow the food to keep longer. Mm -hmm. uh, and the other one is um, polymers that are food safe. You know, so, so we focus kind of on those two things. Uh, um, uh, if you look at uh, human habitation in space, uh, it's actually been going longer and longer, right? There are people staying up at the International Space Station for extremely long periods of time now, uh, you know, um, uh, approaching or maybe in some cases even over a year, but, but, but definitely, you know, into the hundreds of days. Uh, all of the food that, they, you know, that the astronauts or the occupants of the International Space Station, um, uh, you know, all the food that they eat are actually prepared uh, at the space kitchen in uh, at the Houston Space uh, Center, mm -hmm. um, but they're, they're all freeze dried, you know. So 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 they get basically transported to wherever the rocket uh, leaves. Apparently, they're you know it's more than just Cape Canaveral, mm -hmm. uh, and then and then they're taken up there, uh, you know, and then they're basically rehydrated, and, and and that's what they consume. So actually, access to fresh fruits and vegetables becomes more and more important. So mm -hmm. the idea was, you know, how can you supply uh, people who are actually living away from the earth um, uh, with a constant, you know, ability to eat fresh vegetables or fresh produce? And the answer is hashtag Tupperware. Uh, well, <laughs> you can actually go onto the NASA website. Uh, you know, uh, I don't think we have enough time to, to really talk about everything here, but uh, you can go t uh, onto the NASA website. You can actually just Google both NASA and Tupperware on the same line. It'll bring you to our project. That's great. That's great. That's and, cool. you, know, if, uh, you know, if there's any question, you know, of, of the safety of a space shuttle or something, you know that, that the ones with Tupperware on them are going to come back safely because mm -hmm. people are going to want their Tupperware back. People like will. they're not gonna, they're no, not indeed. just gonna send them to space. And, and, and these are designed so that you can actually reuse them. Yeah. Indeed. Hey, love it, oh, man. Well, I think that's all the time that we have for today. Thank you so much um, for whoever uh, was was uh, tuning in live. Thank you for uh, who attended and stuck around. And um, David, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so I'm, much. I'm honored. I'm, I'm I'm your first guest here. See, you it are. Wasn't so bad. Do we have a, a sign off yet? We don't. We just say goodbye. Goodbye. Okay. If you've got a question, the voices of resin I hear. Oh, plastics. <laughs>